Hey team, and welcome to the first episode of the Alex FX podcast. This week's subject and the first subject we will be covering is swing trading. I know a lot of people have different ideas about swing trading. They may not necessarily understand exactly what it is, what the difference is between day trading. So I'm going to break down the key differences when looking at the difference between day trading and swing trading. Like anything, swing trading is one of those things that requires a lot of patience. Not everybody is going to have the patience initially to wait. And a lot of people are drawn towards day trading or scalping even because they think that they can get more results much quicker. Um, More trading means more money. This is just not the case. It's something that I've learned over the last seven to eight years that in fact, less is more. I actually did start out swing trading when I first started my trading journey using retail strategies. And then I did deviate to the lower timeframes and day trading where I found myself less consistent, less profitable and less happy. Resulted in less freedom, meaning I couldn't do the things that I wanted. So that led me to look back at swing trading, which I've, you know, been successful with previously and once again. Now that's not to say that day trading and scalping isn't profitable. It's just not for everybody. So we're going to start breaking down the key differences between day trading and swing trading. Of course, number one, time frame. So day traders open and close positions within the same trading day. They do not hold positions overnight or over the weekend or for a prolonged period of time. They're aiming to essentially make profit from short-term price action with short-term targets, usually areas that are on the lower time frame, whether it be 15 minute, one minute, five minute, or maybe even a four hour level if they believe it will get there. With swing trading, we're looking to hold positions over several days or even weeks, sometimes even the whole month. We aim to essentially catch the whole move. So whereas a day trader is looking at taking little crumbs from the market as all of these things happen, we're looking to wait patiently And with swing trading, the idea is to catch the whole move or as much of the full move as possible. Taking things from swing highs to swing lows, swing lows to swing highs, higher time frame targets. This results in us obviously taking less trades as we have to wait for better opportunities. But when we do get those opportunities, we tend to hold them longer and essentially cut our losers earlier and let our winners run. Now that leads me on to number two, the frequency of our trades. Now, With day traders, they're going to execute multiple positions a day sometimes within the trading sessions, whether that be standard like ourselves, London and New York. The main thing they're looking to do is get in and get out all within the same day. This may result in them taking one trade a day, two trades a day, three trades a day, which obviously is not ideal for many reasons, especially if you're someone that can't be on your phone all the time, that doesn't have the luxury of being able to sit at a desk. Now, with swing trading, typically we take fewer trades than a day trader. We're going to focus on the high probability setups and wait for the right moments to enter the market and the right time to get out of the market. Adding potential scaling positions to our already winning trade as the market moves in the direction of our overall higher time frame target. Now, for me, swing trading is perfect. I have a young family, I have school runs. I have after-school clubs. I have a lot of responsibilities that require me to be able to be flexible. 
Also, I don't enjoy taking multiple positions a day. There's nothing nice about taking two or three trades a day and having some losses. Sometimes that can kind of compound and knock on and follow on to the next day. Nobody wants to take a handful of losses and then have to start again the next day and essentially take the whole thing again. As traders, we never know how many trades are going to be available per day, per month. But we can kind of understand that from my point of view as a swing trader, I'm looking at maybe two to six positions a month. Obviously taking into account that I do only trade two currency pairs, being Euro USD and AUD USD. A day trader, however, they may only trade one or two pairs also. But what they're doing is they're looking for multiple opportunities for short-term trades over this period of time to get in and out with a much smaller risk to award ratio. Number three, risk tolerance. So day traders, as mentioned before, will be looking to hold shorter positions and multiple positions during a day sometimes. This means as they begin to execute those positions within the market, they are adding risk. What this means is, for example, every time you take a trade, you risk a flat 1%. If a day trader is taking three or four trades a day, that means over that 24 hour period, they've risked potentially 4%, okay? Of course, they have a positive risk to reward ratio and they are looking to make back more than they risk, of course. But at any one time during that 24 hours, they could risk four to 5%, okay? Due to this, a lot of them will risk half a percent per trade, meaning they're only really opening themselves up to two to 4% risk, okay? But in return, halving your lot size, it will now affect the returns. That one to three is now only gonna return 1.5% because you risked half a percent per trade. So this is a downfall, I believe, of day trading. With swing trading, we have considerably less risk. We're looking to take less positions over a monthly period. For instance, we may take as many positions in one month as a day trader will take in five to six days. This allows us to be more fle this allows us to be more flexible and have less exposure to the intraday market volatility. That's going to allow us to number one, remain safe. Number two, not be an excessive drawdown after one bad trading day. Number three, people are much less likely to fail the parameters and the restrictions of funded accounts. And number four, you're much less likely to affect your psychology by taking a, a string of hits over a short period of time and choosing to step away from the market. Because when you choose to step away from the market, you don't know which trades are gonna be the winning trades. Meaning if you step away because you've had a bad day, take a day off, you could miss a handful of winning trades that would have recouped any losses that you had incurred on the day before. So in summary, when it comes to risk, swing trading for me is less risky, more rewarding because we're taking much bigger trades. We can risk a higher percentage per trade and we're exposing ourselves to less risk. Number four, time. As a day trader taking multiple positions a day, you're gonna be required to have a lot of attention during trading hours, making it very challenging to balance with any other profession or personal commitments, like I said previously about having a young family or whether you don't have the luxury of being able to sit at a desk. For instance, I know plenty of people that work on building sites or in offices that are not allowed to use their phones, okay? Meaning you're unable to track the intraday data as close as you need to, to be able to get involved safely with a high probability setup 
or to make sure it follows your plan. So there's going to be opportunities that are missed. And obviously when you are basing your strategy over collected data over a period of time, it's essential that you take all of those trades in that period of time in order to get a fair and accurate representation of how your strategy performs. If you're unable to execute those positions due to your circumstances or to the time commitment that you're able to give to trading, it now means that you're going to start missing trades, which means that you may be unfortunate enough to take all of the losers and the ones that happen to be winners, you were in a meeting, you were unable to get your phone out on a building site, you know, you're on the phone to your boss. All these things are going to result in negatively impacting your trading. That's why for, for me, day trading is not the one. With swing trading, we can manage our positions with less time. We spend less time on the charts. We can literally look outside of the normal market hours and analyze the market anytime we like. Looking at usually the daily and the four hour timeframes. And I look at the 15 minute timeframe for entry. That means essentially we will be seeing a trade develop over you know, five to 10 days sometimes. We know what's coming. We know what we're looking for. We make minor adjustments as price changes and then we wait to strike. This means that essentially, like many of the students in my community, many of you guys that are listening, you can get up in the morning, do a little bit of work, adjust your analysis, get on with your day and your alerts will go off if anything happens. You don't need to rely on being active all through the day and being able to get your phone out at any time you need. It's very important to understand that swing trading is a style that will suit someone that is ready to look at trading as more of an investment opposed to a get rich quick scheme. Many, many people start trading, they jump onto day trading, believing it's going to make them you know, very wealthy, very quick. It doesn't happen. Many of them quit. Swing trading is more of an investment. We're looking at what price may do over a set period of 30 days, for instance, and we want to understand where we can safely get in. Where are our safe points to take some profits and remove some partials? And where are our overall targets? And due to this, it requires significantly less time on the charts. For instance, I get up in the morning, I may spend 20 to 30 minutes doing my analysis, I set my alerts, and until one of my alerts go off, I don't need to look at the trade, the, I don't need to look at the market until the next day. I know nothing's happened if my alerts have not gone off, okay? I'm not looking for anything in between, I'm not looking for anything that doesn't fit my plan, I'm using trading as a tool to invest money, remove money from the market, and use that money to have the freedom that I want. To me, the time commitment required for day trading does not sit hand in hand with the reasons that I got involved with trading in the first place many years ago. Number five, analysis and strategy. Now, as we know, every trading system is different. People have many different strategies. With day traders, they tend to rely on short-term factors within the market. This will often be, you know, I'm going to use examples of smart money concepts here and supply and demand because that's the way I trade. So for instance, they may be looking at things like the Asia sweep, liquidity sweeps, tap into lower time frame supply and demand. And they're looking for very small moves within these shorter time frames. Sometimes they'll be in a trade, you know, one to two hours. Okay. With swing trading, we're looking at the analysis that is presented to us over a higher time frame. Where does the big money want to go over a longer period of time? Can we catch a pullback while big money corrects price? These are the moves we look to get involved in. We look to ride the pullback, ride the impulse, 
and get involved as many times as we can along the way to scale in. This makes the strategy and the analysis for swing trading simpler, cleaner, less hectic. You don't have to be jumping on your chart and adjusting and managing all throughout the day. We know what we're looking for and we're happy to wait. So when it comes to analysis and strategy, although there are many different strategies out there and many different ways to analyze the market, when we compare the style of trading that, that I trade myself, you can trade it on a day trading style. However, you're gonna be taking multiple positions a day, relying heavily on the lower time frame without potentially understanding what the higher time frame is actually looking to do. The higher time frame is such a strong factor that disregarding that can sometimes you know, pay benefit when you're looking to catch these small trades. But when you're looking to catch just one or two large trades through the month, using the higher time frames and being more patient is definitely gonna pay off, all right? Number six, this is split into kind of two subsections. We have capital requirement and funding, okay? So obviously not everybody out there is trading their own account, I understand that, and a lot of people are trading funded challenges. Now, going into capital requirement to start with, day trading is often gonna require higher leverage because you're having multiple positions open at any one time and you need to cover your margin, okay? So taking multiple trades in a single day at any given time is gonna affect your margin and your free margin, may result in a margin call, may result in slippage, okay? Because you're taking multiple trades, you're looking at the number on the screen, but you're not looking at the fees, the commissions, the charges, the swaps that have been put in on these trades, meaning that you can very quickly accumulate losses larger than you anticipated, okay? So what this means is, essentially, in order to make a decent amount of money or taking these trades that are, you know, one to three, one to four, you would therefore need to have more money to risk, to make it worthwhile. With swing trading, if you're looking at a position and you're looking to take two positions a month, three positions a month, but your overall target is, you know, 30%, number one, you don't need the free margin. You don't need as much leverage because you're taking less trades. You're exposing yourself to less risk within the market. And also you're probably using a larger stop loss, which means you're less likely to get slippage. Okay, because you're exposing yourself to less positions in the market, there's gonna be less fees. You will accumulate some swaps for holding the trades overnight, but that's why it's essential that you understand your broker, you understand your, your funding provider. Okay, so you don't need as much capital. If you're trying to get rich quick, you need more money to throw at the market. If you're happy to get rich slow, then you can wait, remain patient, and take the big trades, okay? It's a little bit like if you can take into account being like a builder, do you want to do five or six different jobs a day where you're driving around? You might be fitting a door or changing a window, doing some skirting boards. Or if you're a construction company, like a swing trader, you sit, you don't take on those little jobs because you know you're expending petrol, tools, fittings, all those things. And the actual job itself isn't a large job. So therefore it's not gonna be a large return. But you do enough of them during the day to get by. Whereas a construction company, they may not take on a job for two to three weeks. Then they take on a, the right job, a big job. They know that the return is large, the risk is low, and they're happy to take that job. One big job opposed to lots of little jobs. And because of that, they're not exposing themselves to lots of different things that can go wrong. They're putting all their focus on one entity, 
maybe two jobs going on at the same time, like having two trades. But what that allows them to do is put their focus into one or two things rather than spread themselves too thin, okay? When it comes to funding, day trading is the way that most people anticipate they're going to get funded because they're looking to get funded quickly, as quick as possible. Now, with swing trading, a lot of the... A lot of the funding providers, FTMO and my Forex funds, well, my Forex funds have gone now, but um, Bespoke Trading, Alpha, all these companies, right? They've removed their time limits. The reason they've done so is quite obvious. They understand that in order to pass these challenges, you can use day trading tactics. Using swing trading tactics is a little bit hit and miss due to the fact that you might not get a trade run to profit in the 30 days because we're waiting so long for a trade sometimes. However, what they found most likely is that once people were funded, they were less prof profitable day trading than they were swing trading. So it makes sense to open the market up to swing traders to get funding so they can remain consistent over a period of time, therefore making the funding company more money. Okay, so these limitations have now been lifted by the funding providers and swing trading is well and truly, you know, a very accepted way and a very realistic way to pass your trading challenge. We've, within my community at AlexFX, in July, we had 20 people, just over 20 people pass funding challenges, whether it be phase one or phase two, with different funding providers. We took four trades a month. We took two losses and two wins. There was over 40% available. So what that shows you is, You've only exposed yourself to 4% risk in the market, okay? You've risked 4%, which is under, not only is it under the daily max risk for the prop firms, it's also way, way, way under the total overall risk that you're allowed to lose in the whole month, okay? So we risk 4% in a month opposed to what you're allowed to risk, which is 5% in a day. So it goes to show how conservative we are. But... Over 20 people passed with just four trades. So it's very, very realistic. You just need to have the patience to wait for the right trade to appear. Now, the psychological demands of trading when it comes to day trading and swing trading. Now, day traders must manage their emotions. They have to be on top of their emotions every single day. If they're having a bad day, they can't let it affect them. If they're having you know, a hard morning, a busy morning, they can't let it affect them. They need to be able to make very, very quick decisions, moving with the pace of the market and potentially handle frequent losses, okay? They're essentially just throwing money out of the market. They're getting multiple losses and then they're getting a winner back, multiple losses, winner back, okay? Because of the risk to reward ratio they use, they're often not making too much back from their winners than they are from their losers. But it is a decent risk to reward ratio, you know, anyone taking a one-to-one -one is just stupid, in my opinion. So, you know, we'd look to, even as a day trader, take a one-to-three, a one-to-four. Meaning, if you take three losses, and then you take a winner for 4%, you're 1% up, even though you lost three trades. Okay, that's great. As a swing trader, we need emotional discipline, and we need to master patience. But we have a lot more time to make decisions, and we're less affected by all the noise that's going on within the market, all the people on social media talking about X, Y, and Z, we know what we're waiting for. We know it's high probability. And the biggest factor for us is to be able to sit and remain patient, okay? Number eight, profit targets. 
Now this is a huge difference, probably one of the biggest difference, differences that come between day trading and swing trading. Now day traders have smaller profit targets for each trade. For instance, if they're using a five pip stop, they may be looking for a 15 pip take profit. Okay, one to three, nothing wrong with that. Okay, with swing trading, we're looking at larger price moves. We're looking to get in at the start of the move and hold this position until the very end until we reach a new swing high or until we reach 50% of a pullback, okay? The reason we do this is because once we're in a position, we don't want to add more positions because that opens up more risk to our portfolio. So what we do is we get involved, we get risk-free, we take partials, and we begin to let this trade run and we milk it as much as we can. This means we're looking to take as much profit from an individual trade opposed to a scattergun approach and try and aim for smaller targets. Okay, sometimes it will require us to take one or two bites of the cherry. You may get involved and take a loss, but then the next one's a winner and it runs to the take profit. Just like I said in July, four trades, the first two of the bump for losers. So we're down 2%. We then sat 2% down for two weeks. We had to wait for a trade. Then we had a trade on EU and a trade on AU, both over 20%, over 40% available. If you'd have taken both of those trades, taken the two losses also, and you take them full volume, just for this example, that's 40% on the winners, 2% on the losses, 38% while exposing yourself to four trades in the market. Using these big swing targets means that, number one, you allow yourself to have a slightly larger stop loss. I use 15 pips. This will allow us to not have such tight margins when looking to get involved in the trade. Sometimes we can cover two or three areas of our stop loss. If our trade comes into drawdown and goes from a different point, we're still in the trade, we're still covered. This also allows us to take partials, remove money from the market as our trade moves towards target, rather than waiting for the whole 30%, okay? Now, just to sum this up, it's essential for you guys to choose a style that aligns with number one, your risk tolerance, your availability in regards to time, your trading goals, and your personality, okay? If you are someone with an addictive personality, if you are someone that's spontaneous, that's reckless, swing trading is going to be hard for you, but it's the right way to go. Because day trading is just going to be an absolute car crash. Okay? Being that active all day, every day, at the push of a button, your trading is going to go crazy. Okay? If you're someone that is risk avert, that doesn't like taking lots of risk in generally in, you know generally in anything in life swing trading is much better you don't have to worry about the risk so much because you know that you're only taking higher probability chances okay time availability another huge one if you have children you know if you work full time or if you've you know retired if you are looking to trade as a hobby because you work part time you already have time availability Okay, but what you don't want to do is give up all of that time to day trade because now the free time that you did have has been taken up by a hobby or a second income, a side hustle. The most important thing is we all want to trade for money, it's one of the most important things. We all trade for the, for the financial reasons. Okay, the financial reasons are great, but the freedom that comes with it is more important. Obviously, they go hand in hand. But if you find yourself making excessive amounts of money, but you're still working 12 to 14 hours a day sat at a computer, 
there's no balance, okay? You're better off earning the same amount of money or even a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less over a longer period of time and having freedom to do whatever you want. You know, I get up, I do the school run. I don't miss a school run with my kids, whether it be drop off or pick up. I go to the gym every day. I walk the dog, all sorts of different things. You know, I go for lunch with my wife, all sorts of different things. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. If I was a day trader, I would be physically glued to my computer from 6, 7 a.m. till 3, 4 p.m. when the New York session starts to wind down. And that for me is not freedom. Okay, guys. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed episode one. Episode two, we are going to go through trading psychology in regards to the differences between swing trading and day trading. So today was the key differences in characteristics and the strategies and the actual physical differences between day trading and swing trading. And on the next podcast, we're going to go through essentially the mindset that is required and the difficulties that come with day trading and swing trading and how to master those. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast and I'll catch you next time.